The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit the guys up at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Ease his pain. Hour two, T-Row in the Morning Show, Friday, April 28th. Live at Eldell today. Game one, OU Kansas, 12.30 start time this afternoon. Take your radio to work with you or dial it us up on the app. We've got uh, simulcast coverage on ESPN Plus all weekend long with George Frazier. You can hear the games pre, post, and uh, the games proper right here on The Ref, starting at noon with the pregame show today. Now, does Skip know you're there live? Is he going to join you live? What's going on here? A, a TBA on that. Okay, he does okay. know I'm here live. Uh, he said last night he's not sure he'll be at the ballpark yet, so he might call oh, in. Oh, so. the play-by-play guy gets there earlier than the coach. Um, yeah, I mean, dedication's a word that gets thrown around a lot, Teach. <laughs> right. It's not for me to say. <laughs> oh my gosh well hey let's talk some portal because there was a lot of stuff yesterday uh portal wise OU basketball Porter Moser got him another one yesterday teach Latrey Darthard tell us about this guy Latrey Darthard just the name sounds yeah. scary uh, 6'4", shooting guard. I mean, that's got to be his nickname, uh, right? He must be friends with Jackson Arnold. Is that a well, guy or Denton, Texas? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, well, we got a lot of Denton guys on this campus. Uh, that's right. That's right. Where was he out of? I'm, Utah Valley. Utah Valley. That's what it was. That's what it was. Um, Led him to the WAC championship last year. Yeah, started out in a smaller college, then ended up there. Uh, had great numbers at both places. And uh, now he's on to... Uh, a power five in uh, OU. Uh, you look at who they've lost uh, to the portal. Jacob Groves, C.J. Nolan, Bijan Cortez, Joe Bamisil, Jalen Hill. And you look at who they've brought in. Javian McCollum was the first one. He was the big name. Rivaldo Soares from Oregon, John Hughley, the big man from Pitt, and now this guy, uh, Darthard. And you look at the two ESPN 100 freshmen coming in next year, Caden Cooper and Jacob Cole. One thing is evident. I'm not going to pretend to be an expert on any of these guys. Sure. I have seen quite a bit of tape of Javian McCollum. Tape, you know what I mean? video uh i think he's excellent and has a chance to be a star the rest of them i don't know much about at all but they they have obviously gotten significantly more athletic longer more athletic quicker 
this kid scored like 14 points a game last year, something like that. But um, from Six what I was four. reading, yeah, from what I was reading though, uh, defensively he can lock you up too. So sounds like he's a good defender as well. So we'll see. That's obviously it's going to be a jump in competition, but. Soars from Oregon, great athlete. Mm-hmm. McCollum, great athlete. Hughley's a big guy, but he's a pretty good athlete. Cooper and Cole, both great athletes. And obviously, you got Los and Tega coming back. And Tega is the first guy you want off any bus. So now they got two spots left. I know they had a big guy on campus yesterday. They need they need a little bit more size. They got Hughley. They got Godwin coming back. They need some more size you can you can win in college basketball these days without having a seven footer I mean you don't need a traditional center uh but you need a little bit of size to be able to help you know when you do have to defend a big guy and and to run the floor and to get your rebounds and all that kind of stuff so Hughley 6'9 Godwin is a is a pure post not huge, but a pure post. But they still need – one of these last two needs to be a big, I would think. But I think Porter's put something pretty exciting together here, Teach. Again, not going to claim to be an expert on how good these guys are. But he definitely wanted to get more athletic. And it appears he has done that. And where two weeks ago or so we were worried – I think if you're a Sooner basketball fan right now, aren't you pretty excited about the Hall so far? On paper, yeah, I, I yeah. am. And and like I said, just watching like when these guys announce and everything, and obviously that's when you see some video and stuff go up. Um, it, it looks like they um, – to me it looks like they've upgraded significantly. Like we don't know anything yet. We'll see once these guys get in uniform. But just athletically, the way they move – the style in which uh, you've seen some footage of these guys, it just looks like um, it's going to be much better than what they had I last year. I just wish Jalen Hill was back. Yeah, man. that's the uh, thing. That's the thing. From how good of a player he was to, like, just uh, – it's going to have to be kind of loose – there's nobody on this team who's a vet is what I'm trying to say, and I'm not doing a very good job at it. There's upperclassmen. There's plenty of upperclassmen. You know, some of these guys they brought in are upperclassmen, but there's not a guy who's been in the program for three, four years who knows what OU's basketball is all about, all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, golly, I wish Jalen was still around, but he's not, so i got to move on. Um, okay, what else? I, uh, Jamarian Burt last night hit the portal from the OU football team, defensive back, wasn't expected to be, um, you know, a part of the situation this year. I think he read the tea leaves and is looking for somewhere he could play. In fact, Jamarian, uh, not even on my depth chart from the spring game. So I don't think this hurts OU a lot. not trying to insult the guy. I'm just saying I don't think he was going to be a factor still. News, he has hit the portal. OU football did pick up a wide receiver commit yesterday, TJ. Tell mm-hmm. us about this guy. Zion Kearney, four-star according to 247, 6'3 out of Missouri City, Texas. Um, cashed in that chip with uh, Brent Venables yesterday. Says that 
He loves the inner workings of everything they've got going on. Soul Mission is one thing that really sold him on the program. Well, you hear that a lot. So they, he said, you know, I've never seen anything. And all the places he went, he said, there was one other school. I think I saw that he said, um, I don't know if you mentioned the school, though. He said that nobody really has anything like this and that it really mm-hmm. uh, drew him in. And, and he really liked it. And he knew that was the place for him. So Emmett Jones and them uh, Emmett Jones. Got, got him another one. So, yeah. Four-star, according to Rivals. There have been some who have scoffed a little bit about the Soul Mission thing, I mm-hmm. think, in, in Soonerland and the emphasis that's been put on it And when Brent starts talking about all that kind of stuff. Not a lot, but some. But, man, you hear that from a lot of recruits, how impressed they are by it, how impressed the parents are by it. It's been a differentiating factor for them with a lot of guys, including this one. Now, is he related to uh, the Zion that plays for the Pelicans, TJ, the former yes. Duke basketball yes. yeah, player? Uh, uh, twin Williamson. brother. Twin brother. They're Zion oh, really? 1 and Zion 2. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, there's a guy that can eat himself out of the league right there, TJ. <laughs> right. Not this kid. This kid's, uh, I think, 190 pounds, something like that. So, uh, 6'3", 190. But the biggest portal news yesterday... And the most painful, Tulsa, you let us down. Max Asmus is a Texas Longhorn. What are you doing, Tulsa? 918, how did you let this happen? Oh, Teej. He's going to be shooting half-court shots against the Sooners wearing the burnt orange. I love Max Asmus. He's going to Texas. Oh, just brutal. Yeah, it, it kind of sounded like it was coming. I think you've mentioned it at some point this week that it may happen. So that's oh, nah, just not good because he is a kid that a lot of people around here have rooted for. And he's done great things with ORU. And, but ugh, now you're afraid he's going to come and drop 30 in uh, Lloyd Noble Center and be wearing that burn orange. Texas always hits last-second shots against us. And you know it's going to be Oh, it's going to be no doubt that he's the one that says, Coach, let me take the shot. Yeah. He's so good, man. He is so freaking good. And he shoots from, you know. And he's 29. I mean, he's playing against 18, 19-year-olds. The guy is 28, 29 years old. He's got a decade on him. Grizzled vet. I think he's got grandkids. I'm not sure about that part. (laughs) He's been around forever. Max Aspis. So there you go. Do we have any portal news I'm missing? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, Latre Darthard. That's a great name. Darth Vader. It's good. Jerry Springer, huh? Did this hit you hard? It did, but not like super hard. You seem like a good Springer, a good Springer guy. I was big time into it, like when it was in its heyday. There's no doubt. I was watching it every day. Or... Morning Running Club is going by in the outfield, by the way. I don't know if this is our – it does not look like our cross-country team. They're not moving fast enough for that. It looks like just a group of students on campus who have decided to get up and run <laughs> at 7 a.m. every day together. Hey, well, that's good. Yeah, good for them. Yeah, stay healthy. Go stay ahead. Healthy. I'm sorry. Um, But, yeah, no, I was – I watched a lot of Jerry Springer back in the day. I bet you did. What is that supposed to mean? Did you, you not? It? You No, I didn't. You, you think we were allowed to watch Jerry Springer in my house? You were. 
you were out of the house by the time it hit in its heyday. I it was have, like mid-90s, like early to mid-90s. You were I'm off not, at college. I'm not trying to say I'm better than you. Well, I've got no attraction to dirtbag afternoon talk show. <laughs> None at all. I've never watched Sally Jesse Raphael. I've never watched Jerry Springer. I've never watched – what's Jerry Springer's bodyguard that yeah, got his own uh, show? Yeah, Steve. Steve, whatever his name was. Yeah. I was a pure – now, Oprah, she was a class act. Oh, of I would, course. I would watch a little Oprah Toby's watching time Sa- to time. Sally, Jesse, Raphael, no, that, Phil Sally, Donahue. Jesse, and, Ra- and I did Oprah. like Phil Donahue back in the day a little bit, but he was on the razor's edge. No, I didn't I, – I've seen a Jerry Springer episode. I'm not going to pretend I haven't, but uh, I did not realize – like, that surprised me. I just haven't thought about him in forever. I didn't know he was 79 years old. Yeah, I didn't realize he was pushing that almost 80 years old when I heard the news yesterday. So, uh, did a lot in his life, man. Started out oh, as a politician yeah. and then rolled that thing He was the mayor into... of Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah. So, he's done it all. He was even on that uh, show late in his life, uh, Judge Jerry or whatever it was called. What he... was your favorite Jerry Springer episode? Do you remember one? Oh. They were kind of all the same. I was shocked when we found out that the guy had gotten the stripper pregnant. <laughs> oh, that one. And that the stripper was actually <laughs> pregnant by the DJ at the strip club who had gotten a different stripper pregnant. <laughs> that episode. What an episode that was. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when it first started, though, I was like, I can't believe this is real. I can't believe there's people like this. Oh, yeah. And then by like uh, season two or three, I'm like, come on, I'm not buying any of this. I bet his funeral is an eclectic collection of human beings. Jerry Springer. Great American. <laughs> Gone at the age of 79. He was, a, like I said, he was a mayor, a politician, did all these great things, very educated man, and at some point early on in that show, they said, this isn't working, Jerry. Here's what we were thinking. And he's like, well, let's give it a shot. And then he just became filthy rich for it. I can't go head-to-head with Oprah. She's getting all of the best guests. Let's take it another direction. And uh, he dove into the gutter pure, of society. Pure filth television. And became filthy rich off of it, I'm sure. I don't know. That oh, at sure. one point he had higher ratings in most markets than Oprah did. He had passed her in some yeah. uh, ratings. So, yeah, he was, he was pulling in some cash. All right, 8 o'clock hour today, Bob Stoops live, Skip Johnson live, Brian Haney live, NFL draft expert Chris Plank live. That's all coming up in the 8 o'clock hour. You could tweet the show, or sorry, text the show, 405-651-3439. I'm at Mitchell Park today live, back after this. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. 7 a.m. hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show brought to you by Black Thunder Roofing, locally operated in Norman and Edmond. Also serving Shawnee, Yukon, Mustang, Black Thunder Roofing, your local roofer, Angie's List, Superior Service yeah. Award winner, four times. Not once, not twice, not three times, four times, four times, four times, four times. Angie's List Super Service Award winner. BlackThunderRoofing.com, 405-473-8028. BlackThunderRoofing.com. 
text line. I love when I get these. I love when I look up and I see something says wrong number. So I said, oh, I got to see what the previous text was. Uh, hey, ordered you some new wipers. And then they sent me a link to their Walmart order here. Thank you. I do drive a Ford F-150, but you've got the year wrong. I'm going to need a 2020 set of wipers, but thank you. Like windshield wipers? Windshield wipers. They ordered their husband or wife, whoever this is. Nice. Significant other. A, a new set of wipers. Maybe their it's kids. It's been raining a lot this week, so uh, probably that was brought to the forefront of a recent marital discussion. Right. Hey, man, I don't feel good. I'm driving around. My wipers aren't working very well. All right, I'll get you some new wipers. So, there you go. And my apologies of uh, Toby and... Uh, the uh, filth that he took that last segment into. What? Uh, I'm getting yelled at people that their what children are, are listening about? this morning. And you and your love for Jerry Springer and the conversation you got into last segment. Goodness gracious. I don't even know what you're talking about. You're lying right now. <laughs> Somebody did text me and said, hey, my kid's listening right now. Yeah, clean it up, Teach. Sorry. Uh, I never said this show was kid-friendly. Yeah, I have. Family-friendly radio right here, ladies and gentlemen. TJ, you're on a very thin ice right now. Fine. I'm going to go home and give myself a one-day suspension. All right? Let's see you guys. Uh, Master Sergeant chiming in here. Richardson will be a bust to me. (laughs) Anyone who gives themselves a nickname is a bust, too. Uh, you gentlemen have a good day. Won't be at El Del Dude to work today, but we'll be at the uh, on the berm tomorrow for the Dot B Pizza Party and Alumni Saturday if the weather will stay away. Hashtag Boomer Sooner. I got bad news, Master Sergeant. Uh, they're not going to let you in anyway with that kind of attitude. So change your attitude on Anthony Richardson, and we'll think about letting you in this weekend. Did hey, he give himself a nickname? Uh, if he did, I didn't hear that, so I don't know what it is. All right. A few here along the same lines, Bumpy Rhodes and some others. My Lions, what are they doing drafting a running back in the first round? Shaking my head. Uh, A few others like what was going on with the running backs. Um, The running backs getting taken. uh, B. John Robinson wasn't a surprise. Everybody was expecting him to go kind of high. But when receivers, with the way the league has been built the last few years, with all the receivers – dropping back, and then the Lions taking the running back, and everybody's like, whoa, uh, we didn't see that one coming. So, um. It's so funny, too. It's so, like, I know these are, these guys are professionals, and they do it for a living, and, and I don't know if they're any good at it or not, but it's no different than junior high, man. Like, they're all drafting. They're sitting around. They got this board. They go into it saying, this is our, you know, what, what we're going to, there's a plan. And, all. and then they're one receiver goes, and they're like, crap, we better get a receiver. Yeah, yeah. Uh, four wide receivers in a row. Just mass wide receiver panic there in the 20s. After none of them had gone. You know what? We sit around. We don't need to get a wide receiver. Crap, get a wide receiver. Yeah, what was the Jameer Gibbs? Goes number uh, 12. Yep. Yeah, that was shocking. He's pretty good, though. He is pretty good. He is pretty good. I, I just wonder when you jump on things like that, when it's like, mm, could you have had him in the second or third round? Or Yeah. So, um, Dalton Kincaid, the guy that I wanted for my Cowboys. Yeah, what do you think? one pick ahead. What do you think about Maisie Smith? Maisie Smith, we'll see. 
um, immediately I said, oh, great. Because, you know, when they, they show the pick, like Roger will come out and read the name, and then they go to the, and the guys are there with the fancy lighting, and they yeah. fold their arms and all that. Like, all the big guys um, had been wearing this really cool Jordan Jumpman shirt that looked like some type of fishing shirt with, like, all these pockets. And I was like, I don't know if that shirt's cool or not. And I was like, I think it is cool. I could never pull it off. But then he rolls out, and he's just shirtless. And I'm like, oh, great. We got the shirtless guy with a gold chain. Like, uh, put a shirt on, dude. You just got drafted. Why are you not? Right. Yeah, so that's what I thought was when I first saw him. Have a little pride in yourself, Maisie. Wear a shirt in your little uh, fancy video that they put together for you. Even Grandpa was wearing sweatpants for (laughs) Pete's sake. So, I don't know. I wanted Dalton Kincaid, and he went a pick before to Buffalo. So, uh, you know who had a really good draft pick last night? And I hate saying it, but the dadgum Kansas City Chiefs waited around all night and oh, got, got Felix the kid from uh, Kansas State. Yeah, that I can't say his name. Oh, yeah. He is, that's a great pick, man. When, when I saw him still sitting there, when, um, Dalton went off the board, I said, I, I, that's where I was kind of hoping they would go. I knew they weren't, but, uh, that kid's a beast. So, yeah, that's great pick by them. Eagles, obviously, a great team last yeah. year. I think they did really well in the yep. draft last night. So Texans killed it. Yeah. Most people saying the Colts had the best draft, but probably Texans and Eagles close behind. Uh, but Felix and Yadike Uzoma. Six Big 12 players go last night. Good uh, good round. Good, good round had, for the uh, – Was it last year they had zero? Or was it the year before? Mm, I don't know. I don't remember. It was one of those. I think the SEC had nine. So the SEC, don't worry, TJ. The SEC is still better than the Big 12. But a uh, good year for the Big 12. Coach, terrible pick again, Toby. Your owner, crazy loser again. Coach T, my Ravens, Lamar Jackson, back. Hate it. Loser forever. I like how Coach T always signs his text in the middle of the text. And then it keeps going. I feel even better about the Anthony Richardson pick, knowing Coach T thinks it's a bad pick. <laughs> thank you, Coach. And thank you again for the golf balls. That's very nice of you. Uh, let's see here. No, that's the windshield wiper one again. Toby, no whining. What about we long-suffering Dallas Cowboy fans, quarterbackless and drifting, and Jerry picks a DT. The ship continues to sink. Well, they weren't going to go like Levis there. I mean, they weren't picking a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you were thinking that the Dallas Cowboys were going quarterback, then that was on you. I thought what, they would go tied in. What was Dallas's record last year? Uh, what did they end up winning? 10, 11 games? Yeah. Calm down, dude. You won 10 or 11 games last year. But you Is know what they terrible? didn't win? The Super last Bowl. one, and that's all that matters. Otherwise, you're a failure, Giannis. Well, I get that. But he the way that text was read sounded like they were, you know, I don't even know. Who's the worst team in the NFL? Uh, uh, he had a good year last year. Add some pieces. I don't think they – how far away are the Cowboys? Uh, probably a quarterback away. That's probably a quarterback away. I think. Shouldn't have got rid of Tony Romo. <laughs> yeah, because Tony would still be the guy right now. Yep. 
That's right. Out there in his sketcher cleats. Um, <laughs> Toby, I think it is pronounced dart hard. Dart hard. Really? No way. How would that be dart hard when it's spelled darthard? Well, you got to separate the T and the H. Right, but there's not a hyphen there. Like that's dart how they're hard. they're doing the pronunciation here. Is they put the Boy, hyphen in here? That's going to be disappointing if that's true. Yeah, that's hard be. to say quickly. Dart Darth hard. is the that's dart hard. built in man. Darthard. Hmm. Uh, um, let's see here. Steve Wilkos. Wilkos was the uh, guy's last yeah. name, the bodyguard. Yeah. Um, you're always talking about your dongle. How kid friendly can it be, Toby? It's true. You did start Grow the show up. that way. Grow up, everybody. Grow up. <laughs> Burbank Pirate says, as a Raider fan, I've given up on the draft. I thought that worked out pretty well for him last night. Who was it that they ended up getting last night? They got the tech kid. Oh, that's right. That's right. He was like uh, one of the either McShay or Kuiper yesterday had him projected at number two, which was a little hard to believe, but they got him at seven. Tyree Wilson. I think that's a pretty good pick by them. Their fans didn't seem too excited about it, but that's, I mean, they could have, they could have said Tom Brady there and they would have been like, oh, I don't great. know what their, I don't know what their biggest need was. So I, I, to be fair, maybe that was not their biggest need, but he's a good player, man. Uh, the comedians are coming out now. The Cowboys have been a quarterback away since 1995. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, Cowboys need interior run defense. He definitely feels that need. It just wasn't flashy. Oh, it was definitely a need. I just, when he rolled out there on his little compilation video or whatever you call it and was shirtless, I was like, come on, put on a shirt, Man, the best thing Jerry Jones can do is not be flashy on draft night. He is so tempted every year to make the flashy pick. You know, that like that's his biggest problem is he wants to win draft night and oh, get everybody no doubt about excited. It. And that's a pretty good sign when he when he is talked into taking someone that's not going to uh, get everybody excited. That's a excited. need that's not flashy, just a, just a pure need. Good guy. Now, what they were discussing in that room is a good question. Like, was Jerry wanting to do something crazy? Were they wanting to trade down? Were they wanting Let's to get Levis? Because they took it up right until about ten seconds left on that clock, and then it's like Stephen like slapped him on the shoulder, like this is the way we're going, and he's like, "All right." So yeah. they 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 used Dad. up as much of that clock as they could. Don't you have you ever seen the show Succession? Uh, a few episodes, yeah, I have. Don't you imagine that's very similar to what goes <laughs> on around probably really similar. Dallas Cowboys facility? Dad, you told me I'm in charge now. I'm still I here. I think, yeah, I was about to say, at this point, I think Jerry may outlive Steven, so <laughs> it's the path we're on. 7.34, Friday morning. We'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. You're hot today. You are on a roll today, my friend. My wife tells me that all the time. NBA playoffs last night. Boston finishes off Atlanta 128-120. Four games to two there. Two games tonight, two game sixes tonight, 7 o'clock, Sacramento at Golden State. 
Warriors up 3-2, trying to finish it off at home. And 9.30 tonight, Lakers, Grizzlies in L.A. Same for the Lakers, trying to finish it off tonight at home. Uh, Softball and baseball coming up today. 12.30 here for baseball, 1 o'clock for softball. Both teams hosting Kansas this weekend. Pre-game coverage for you here on the ref. The baseball game starts at noon today. we got Skip Johnson coming up at the 8 o'clock hour. we got Brian Haney, voice of the Jayhawks, coming up in the 8 o'clock hour. we got Bob Stoops coming up in the 8 o'clock hour today as well as his team gets set for the XFL playoffs tomorrow. Arlington at Houston. The other uh, Big 12 baseball matchups this weekend, by the way, Teach, which this will work out nice. You know, go take care of business here today and beat Kansas. Then you can go home and watch everybody else tonight. Texas Tech is at K-State at 6. West Virginia at Baylor at 6.30. And uh, OSU is in non-conference play. They are at Michigan this weekend. They actually play an afternoon game. They play at... uh, 3 o'clock today. What series am I missing? Uh, Texas and TCU play this weekend. And that did not show up for some reason on my board. Coach Russell Raley in the house. Yeah, Texas at TCU as well. Uh, so that's a good series right there. Kansas TJ is better. They are, I'm not here to tell you they're great, but they're better than they have been. They have had a rough last three weeks or so. But up until then, you know, early in conference play, Kansas was one of the stories, not just in the Big 12, but in the country. They went and took two of three from West Virginia in Morgantown. But they've hit the skids here lately. Now, the guy going tonight is 3-1 and one on the year. Colin Bumgartner, or today, I should say. 3-1 and one on the year, ERA of 4.59. He's a right-hander. Good pitcher for them. Looks to be their best starter. So this will be a good test today. Braxton Douthit versus Colin Bumgartner. But you go back to, um, you know, the start of conference play. They get swept by TCU in Fort Worth. Then they sweep Baylor. And then they went and took two of three in Morgantown. All of a sudden, Kansas was sitting near the top of the conference standings and riding high. But since then, they lost the last game in Morgantown, got swept by K-State in Lawrence, and got swept by OSU in Lawrence. So they have lost seven straight Big 12 games coming into play this weekend. Here's how I size up the weekend, TJ. Tell me if you agree with this. OU has injected new life into their season with that sweep down in Austin. If they come in here and get swept this weekend, disaster. If they come in here and only win one of three this weekend, they've lost all momentum. If they win two of three and win the series this weekend, okay. Still playing well. You've won five of your last six. 
Your RPI is probably still in the mid-50s or, or low-50s, high-40s. You're still in this thing. You're looking good for the Big 12 tournament at that point because you will have buried Kansas lower than you. You're still ahead of Baylor in all likelihood in the Big 12 standings. Things still on track. Sweep and all hands on deck. Oklahoma's back in this thing. Right. Back in the Big 12 race, back in the NCAA tournament picture firmly uh, on uh, on a, what would it be then, a six-game winning streak and batting down the hatches, here come the Sooners. Man, I just completely well, I thought you were going to continue. Away. No, I thought you were going to continue with something no, there. No, that was the end no, of No, I, I agree with everything you say. I sure. This is a two of three weekend at a minimum. I'm wanting a sweep. Build them up all you want, Buttercup, but I'm wanting the sweep of the Kansas Jayhawks. I'm not building them up. Rock, I'm just, chalk it up. I'm telling you, honestly, they're better than they have been. They got a new head coach this year. He has, uh, you know, I mean, their record is virtually the same as OU's. They're 20 and 21. OU's 22 and 19. They are not as bad as some of the Kansas teams they've had in recent years. They're not great. They have just been swept in two consecutive series at home. So it is certainly possible. But I just, you can't go into a series saying sweep or nothing. Like winning a series is a hard thing to do. TJ, your Texas Rangers are miles better than my Cincinnati Reds. Miles. Maybe. They lost again yesterday. I'm not convinced of that anymore. I would like to remind you they just got swept in Cincinnati. Right. It's baseball. Okay? I, I I recognize that. That's why I'm saying two of three is what you want. You, you have to win a home series. Um, and you do put yourself uh, some distance there between them and Kansas and put yourself in good position. Yeah. Um, I want what you had just said, though. You get the yeah. sweep. Yeah. It's the bigger picture conversation then, and that's what I'm about. You get the sweep, and this team is hot. Yes, At very the right hot. time of year, uh, they, and they are about to embark after this weekend on a seven-game road trip, and you're, at least you're taking some momentum with you down to Dallas, which has been a death pit. Uh, that was a little harsh. Hey, that Was that a little too far? De- death pit death is pit. very strong language. <laughs> <laughs> they like have, they upcoming Marvel movie. They haven't won at Dallas. Ant Man in the Dark. That <laughs> Death Pit. <laughs> Carcasses strewn everywhere down there. Uh, and then they go to Morgantown, which is going to be tough. And then they go cross country to Spokane, Washington, which I don't think Gonzaga is all that good this year. But still, you know, I mean, that's one of those where they're excited to have Oklahoma come to town. You're 2,000 miles from home, I, that's, that's not going to be a layup at least. So, anyway, they're all big. Take them one at a time. I think Kansas's best shot might be today because Colin Bumgartner is pretty good pitcher. I mean, he's, he's, uh, he's got good strikeout to walk ratio, 49 Ks, only 18 walks on the year. Three and one record. He's been pretty good. Douthit has been fantastic. He's just got to knock down the walks for Pete's sake, Teach. 
I mean, I've never seen a pitcher have a better year with an upside-down strikeout-to-walk ratio than Braxton Douthat's having right now. He's got more walks than strikeouts. That is usually usually a recipe for disaster. Yeah, he's done a good job of getting out of some of those situations yes. he's put himself in. But how, how about this? Just don't put yourself in those situations. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> right. Quit walking, guys. <laughs> Quit putting two and three on and having to figure out, figure your way and uh, you know work your way through an inning like that. And not to mention what it does to your pitch count. So off the top of your head, what is the record? Of OU's three starting pitchers this weekend. Combined record. Oh, gosh. Douthat, um, Carmichael, hit. I would say... I'll go 12 and 7. 10 and 2. 10 and 2? OU's three starting pitchers are 10 and 2 on the year. Wow. Douthat's four and two. Carmichael's three and zero. Oh, Hit is three and zero. Oh. Excellent. Isn't that amazing? That is amazing. Amazing. I, I thought would, I was in the ballpark at twelve, but man, I, I was way I off on the losses. Exactly what you would have guessed. It is further proof, though, that when the rotation comes out at the beginning of the year, don't put too much stock in it. That's true. That is true. It's it's always going to change, and uh, the, it has morphed into. A completely unexpected rotation this weekend, or, or you know, the last few weekends, but they've <laughs> been really good. We'll be back. Did you miss one of our shows? Don't beat yourself up, because we've made it easy for you to beat that Ref Army FOMO. Catch up on shows and interviews you might have missed with the Ref Podcast page. Just go to KREF.com and click on the podcast page. Or go check out your favorite podcast provider and search for KREF, the home of Sooner fans. Here for you 24-7, 365 at the KRF Podcast page. I like how Kelly Clarkson ends her PSA. Aight? Aight? Do it, aight? Black Thunder Roofing brings you this hour of the T-Row in the morning show. Locally operated in Norman and Edmond. BlackThunderRoofing.com. 405-473-8028. They also serve Shawnee, Yukon, Mustang. The whole metro area. If you were recently impacted by the storms. They are your local roofer. Angie's List Superior Service Award winner. Four times. Four times. Not once. Four times. Not Four times. Twice. BlackThunderRoofing.com, your one-stop shop for customers looking for one contractor. Text line, DC Sooner here. Our refrigerator has a leak. My three-year-old looked up at me and said, we need to call Toby Rowland. Oh, and good morning. <laughs> good morning. <laughs> huh. All right. I don't know. Did you recently repair a refrigerator that I'm forgetting about? I recently fixed a toilet. Toilet. Remember? Okay, that's what toilet it was. Toilet flapper. That's so right. So the three-year-old obviously very impressed with my handyman skills around the house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have no shot at fixing your fridge. I'm sorry. Uh, Toby. What is the measure of success? As TJ says, the last game you play. Let's fire it up and ask, how many national championships did Gary Ward win? Is he successful? Uh, what? 
it doesn't mean that you can't be successful if you're not winning championships. I just said it's important if it's the last one you're winning is the championship. Yeah. Okay. Quit confusing things. Gary Ward. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Uh, from Pastor Andy, uh, the guy who thinks that downstairs was from Pastor Andy dash the guy who thinks that downstairs that downs was useless. What? The guy who thinks that downs was useless. It's probably the same guy who is saying that Eric Gray wasn't very fast. I'll pray for that guy. Oh, that's an old text. Never mind. Hold on. It did that thing where it jumped up. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> Pastor Andy, the Cowboys pick will be like Jerry Springer's funeral. Like a funeral I conducted at Arlington National Cemetery. In the middle of the funeral message, the wife said, He was an SOB! I was done. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. One of the most entertaining things in the world is listening to preachers tell funeral stories. Like, my dad could go for hours telling crazy oh, I'm sure funeral he could. Yeah. stories, man. It's It's hilarious. I mean, you know, funerals aren't funny, but stories are great. All right, top of the hour break. Bob Stoops live next.